listeners uh, this is the second podcast of cavalier life quorum and uh, i am your host major sunil chopra the director of the cavalier which you've heard of uh, in the first podcast uh, i had given you a little brief as to what do we want to go and how are we going to go about doing the things and uh, as a short to you uh, that i will be getting very very senior people who have been in this field for a very long time uh, today i have with me Lieutenant General A.K. Segal, A.V.S.M., V.S.M. Uh, he has been the commandant of the Bhopal S.S.B. Center and also president of the 11 S.S.B. Allahabad. Uh, and uh, I, 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 even he would not know how many interviews he's done till date and how many people he's uh, uh, coached over this time. So uh, before I actually get into uh, uh, having a word with him uh, and and telling uh, he shares your experience with you, I just wanted to remind you that last time I had told you that you will be able to pose your questions or even uh, take an invite for joining the show here with us live. So what are we going to do is when we post this podcast on whichever forum we do, we will be giving you a URL along with it, and if you click on to that URL and go to the link. you will be able to uh, uh, give your comments ask questions or even post a request uh, for coming on to the show live uh, so this is i will repeat this at the end of the podcast also right so now we'll straight away without wasting any time uh, invite uh, jal segal jal segal uh, good evening to you uh, good evening sunil uh the the students uh, you you yourself seen a huge number of students uh, right from the uh, you know your days in the ssb and then of course while you been uh, giving guidance to them at the cavalier and you must yourself be also aware as to what what are the kind of things that people have in their mind so i was just asking a few students that you know what is it that they would like to clarify from us or what is it that they would like to hear from us while the podcast is on and the, the 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 most resonating question or the most common question which uh, i got from most of the people was that how is it uh, that this uh, ssb interview how is it different from interviews which people uh, you know face when they go for the placement or when they go for the corporate interviews they have a lot of uh, uh, questions on this that how is it really different so can you throw some light on this ah uh, thank you sunil very nice question now this is one question which is often asked by candidates in fact uh, when i was doing interview of one particular candidate in uh, alabad so he asked me it is sir i know there are a lot of vacancies in army there is shortage of officers and i am willing to join then why doesn't the ssb take me so these are the kind of thoughts you know which are there that despite having vacancies why is the ssb not selecting us now see you must remember that uh, in the civil today you may either have a telephonic interview maybe having one two three stages or like the ias have a panel interview where they spend a few minutes on you but what happens that people who get selected from such interviews generally don't stick too long at that particular job they have found the moment they get a better package they will leave that job and go to the next job 
so the people find it very difficult to retain talent in the corporate now when you talk about ssv here this is one of the most interesting and challenging selections in the world i think nowhere in the world where uh, people are made to undergo five day testing like this after a screening test now this is because the nation is to be safeguarded by those officers who have been selected to this process and remember that it is a time tested system people who have selected to been selected through this have fought many wars for the country and if you remember the latest kargil war then there were lot of sacrifices and lot of courage and lot of leadership shown by the young officers who have been selected by this particular system so it is a tried and tested system now remember this is a very very deep selection involving three techniques involving three different assessors who are going to assess your 15 officer like qualities independently they do not discuss your profile with each other till the conference day that is on the last day so therefore it's a very very fair system uh, they see you in depth in detail and then they form their assessment that whether you have the officer like qualities and after doing undergoing training at the you know various training academies will you be fit to be an officer now it is very difficult to fake before such a selection system you may be able to fool one assessor but you cannot fool all the three assessors so therefore your if there are any kinks in your personality they will come out now it is not academic based selection okay if you have to select people only on the basis of marks then all you need is a computer which will give you a merit list and people will come out but here you may find a person with 70% getting recommended and a person with 95% in his 12th getting rejected so that is simply because that it was found after testing over 5 days that that person had or did not have the required officer like qualities so remember it is a very very deep selection in fact if you have cleared this kind of um, selection system then you can take it that you are a very balanced personality and you should feel proud of it that i have been able to clear the ssb so this is very very different from what you are going to see in the civil and what type of interviews are going to be held in the corporate because they don't do this kind of deep selection not do they have the time nor the resources nor the staff to do this kind of a selection but here where the security of the nation comes the pride of the nation comes then here this kind of selection is very very necessary so uh, i hope sunil i am able to cast some light on your question yes thank you general but uh, there are a lot of people who have been to corporate interviews and they say that they are grilled very deeply in these interviews and uh, uh, you know they are asked so, so many technical things they are asked about their future they are asked about various things and it is very tough and uh, they see that uh, i mean it is so tough that it is very difficult to clear it so how does it ssb become Uh, in comparison to that kind of uh, corporate interview see your corporate interview whatever however tough it is it is only testing your knowledge on that particular subject 
but it is not testing you physically it is not testing you your you know endurance your capability or what i am talked about the officer like qualities i may be a excellent person on computers okay but when it comes to something like let's say courage i may be lacking i may be lacking stamina i may be lacking determination so i can answer 50 questions on the computer right but i don't have that team spirit or i'm not a team man i'm not able to work well in a, a group or in an organization i'm uh, you know socially not adaptable with the people over there and uh, i don't make friends easily and i'm not open to listening to my subordinates or my seniors so these are the kind of officer like qualities which the defense forces require so when you talk of the 15 officer like qualities these are qualities of head your social qualities your leadership qualities and your physical qualities all these thing it is not possible for any kind of grilling in a corporate interview to bring up they at best can bring out your technical knowledge and maybe a few things here and there but the way the ssb does it to see you 100% in and out in totality right so as i understand sir that uh, uh, rather than your technical or the theoretical knowledge what ssb is looking at is your mental makeup is that what you're trying to indicate sir i'm trying to say that it is looking at your mental your physical your other qualities of leadership your dynamic qualities like determination courage stamina both mental and physical stamina can you withstand stress and strain will you buckle down when the situation gets bad so these are the qualities you know do you have initiative do you have self confidence do you have can sound decisions are you a lively person both so um, these are all the qualities which so it is not possible in any interview so as i see it is a very decent ask of uh, you know a lot of things that a child has to project when he is there now i mean for a candidate who's going to the ssb maybe for the first time uh, and he's got so much of information from the net and we were all places and uh, he's probably confused that you know do i have this 15 ops like qualities or don't i i don't have some of them or i have too much of others now can he work can a candidate work around and uh, do some kind of a personal uh, development uh, before he goes to the ssb how can he prepare himself Uh, you know to project him himself as a as a balanced person as you indicated no uh, sunil firstly uh, when any candidate is going for the ssb the mantra is to prepare well and have confidence in yourself now you got to go into such a selection with a totally positive attitude right there should be no doubt in your mind that you are well prepared you are confident and you will clear this exam because if there is self doubt in your mind you will not be able to perform fully to your potential now to my mind three things are very important for a candidate before he his mental make in his mental makeup before he attempts such a uh, exam now first three are his communication skills now somebody may be from a rural background from hindi medium somebody from english medium so they may not have got the opportunity to communicate well in english and why i say english it is because that this is the language most commonly used in the armed forces right 
so it is possible to train yourself to speak decent english so in order to do that that requires a lot of practice it requires constantly speaking to your friends to your parents to your family to whoever you find can speak to you in english communicating with them reading newspapers loudly reading magazines loudly and practicing lectures you know so this will give you more confidence if you practice your communication skill because you must understand that as a leader of men if they don't understand your orders and they are not able to, you are not able to communicate then you will find it difficult to assume a leadership role so very important is your communication skill now next i would say is your general awareness now as far as general awareness is concerned a person should be aware of what is happening in the environment around him he should be aware of you know what is happening in the political field social field economic field and so on and so forth what are the government policies the various uh, leadership uh, roles people are assuming in the country should be fully aware not only should he be aware of india he should be aware of the neighboring countries as well so that in in south asia he is aware that with are the countries and what are our relationship with these particular countries so whether it is india and nepal whether bangladesh or myanmar or sri lanka and so on so forth pakistan china you should be aware of fully what is our relationship with these countries along with that he is also going to have a little international perspective of the major continents or countries which are there in the world in fact maybe our relationship with the us with china with africa with europe so he is going to have a general knowledge now if you are choosing the armed forces as a career it is needless to say that you must have a good knowledge of the armed forces otherwise you will stand out in the interview as just a you know normal job seeker without any kind of motivation to join the army like people do not even know which are the different regiments which are the different technical branches who is the chief of army staff what kind of you know commands we have in the army what is the rank structure these are basic things one must find out before trying to choose any career you know as i say it is always like when you want to marry a girl who's going to be your life partner for life then you have to know everything about that particular girl before you marry her otherwise you will have a problem so you got to know her likes dislikes hobbies interests nature you know education family background and so on because here it is something someone you going to spend your life with similarly army is just not a job it is a way of life okay and you must be aware what this way of life will entail what kind of life you will have where you will be posted what environment you will serve in and what kind of training you will have you know there are a lot of chaps who say i want to um and they have come because there is no written exam but they are not even aware where the ts training is done how it is done how many years it takes to become an officer so a candidate like this is you know found to be generally not a very motivated kind of candidate so if you are choosing the armed forces as a career then uh, 
make sure that you know a lot about it before you go to the SSB. And that will come with reading, finding out everything, all information is available on the net or in various books and you must find that out. Now the third important thing is to be physically and mentally fit, right? So we've had a long lockdown. People would have put on weight sitting at home in lockdown. And uh, because you have to actually perform the obstacle course at the SSB, you have to do 10 obstacles in three minutes. So if you are not physically fit, then you will not be able to do more than five or six obstacles, right? So it is important that uh, we all get physically fit. And uh, when we approach the SSB, then we are confident of these three things, at least our general awareness, our communication skills and our physical fitness. Now, you must be prepared to work under time pressure, right? And you got to think fast and write fast over there. All the tests are designed to bring out your responses under time pressure. Whether it is your psychology, you know, whether it is GTO, you will always find that you are running short of time to complete that particular test. So if you are thinking too much about one particular question or photograph or picture and uh, you are not able to write down your response quickly, then chances are you will miss the next two, three also. Right? So right. think quickly and uh, write fast. Go with a total positivity and confidence in approach. And for that, you need a very, very good preparation. And that is what Cavalier helps you to do. So it's a coaching by professionals it is guidance by professionals and you got to go through this and understand and then be ready for the ssb uh, thank you very much now the general you had as you know related uh, this that it is like almost like getting married and you know on the lighter side can i say that this five days uh, uh, ssb interviews like a living relationship uh, uh, which people generally have these days before getting married yeah, something like that. <laughs> so, so the, your inbound are found out by the assessors. Yes, so so they're living in with you for five good days, and they get to know you better. Uh, yeah, they get to know you thoroughly. Yes, so so that means the the the, the candidate has to be, as you said, prepared to uh, not fake it out, and yeah. he can't do it uh, for a very long time, and be prepared. Like uh, now, general, you had also mentioned that they should be aware of aware of this. Uh, uh, general awareness. Now, it, is it chronologically knowing what is going on or factually knowing on which date, where did Mr. Modi go or on which date did we have a tsunami or, I mean, is that what you're trying to say or it is something deeper than that? No, it is something deeper than that because factual data is one. But you must be able to understand that particular thing and then analyze it and apply your mind to such a situation, right? So let's say, uh, for example, everybody is aware in Delhi there is a bad uh, COVID-19 situation. And the government is taking some measures, you know, to uh, talking in terms of social distancing, wear masks, creating bedded hospitals, especially for Corona, Do you increasing the uh, various tests, whether it is the antigen or the uh, PCRRT test. But what you as a candidate, if you are asked something like this, that apply your mind and give one or two suggestions how you, things could have been done better. Now, there you have to go beyond just the, you know, physical uh, or the knowledge of that particular thing which 
you have read. Now here, where your application will come in. That okay, you know, I would have had possibly advised a longer lockdown, or would have planned better for the dispatch of the migrants, or things like that. Even if you can give two, three original of your thoughts, and uh, which would have helped the government, then you are on the right line. Just as an example. And uh, as I, as uh, Sunil said, you know, it's uh, like a live-in relationship. It is not only the live-in between the candidate and the Sachu. It is also live-in between the candidate and the your colleagues, because they too are assessing you all the time. And immediately in a group of let's say ten. And you will come to know who are those who are inadequate, and you know uh, generally don't pose a threat to your election, right? So it's not only the assessors; it is the complete group also which is assessing you, and their response to you will be accordingly. If they find you are giving good ideas, you are participating, they will follow you. They will follow your leadership. But if they find that most of the time what you are telling is impractical or not good enough, then they will ignore your thoughts. Okay. So it's a selection between the candidates themselves as well as the assessors. Oh, thank you. Uh, generally, it's wonderful, uh, you know, that you've given a very lucid uh, description of what is expected of them. So can we sum it up by saying that uh, in this COVID times, uh, the candidates should get down to their communication, uh, apply themselves on a daily basis, uh, and and of course, if they have to keep themselves physically fit, or use whatever is there within their home. There are a lot of uh, free and exercises a person can do. They can use body weights and all that, so that they they are involved in day-to-day -day, uh, preparation, uh, and then they can uh, go. And of course, they will need some kind of a guidance also, because he will not really know uh, as an individual as to uh, how I mean, what is it that is expected of him. So how does he overcome? Because he is all by himself. Yeah, but things are opening up now. I mean, if you want to go for a run, you can do that. And uh, you know the um, no, his line of thinking, his line of thinking may be weird. It may not be correct. So who's going to guide him in this COVID times? He's closed. How how does he seek any help? Uh, because his line of thinking may not be right. Yeah. So I mean, uh, the more interaction he can do with the people who are trained on this job, uh, the better off he would be. Like we are doing this podcast. Yes. And uh, you ask these students to join in live. Yes. Uh, whenever it is done, so whatever doubts are there in his mind or whatever he wants to clarify, the assessors will be available live and he can put across his questions. So, so in online, online the students can uh, they can probably online, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, that's the best thing available online now. If you are not able to do it practically on. Right. So one more thing, general. One last question before we leave. Uh, uh, you've had an exposure of SSB for a very long time. Now, people come and ask me that, you know, I went to so-and-so center and their people were not passed. And the classical example is Allahabad is a rejection center. Now, people have a lot of inhibitions as to which SSB center they should be going to, which is good, which is bad. Can you throw some light on this? Yeah, Sunil, I'm glad you asked me this question because I have worked both in Allahabad and uh, in Bhopal. Now, um, see... All the assessors who are posted at the selection centers have the same training, whether it is Army, Navy, Air Force, they train at the Defense Institute of Psychological Research in Delhi. And then they do the practical training at different uh, SSB. So why Allahabad's uh, selection rate uh, or rejection rate is more 
is maybe because there are five boards in uh, Allahabad. So the number of candidates coming to Allahabad is much larger than Bhopal or Bangalore. Now, Bhopal has only four boards, and whereas Bangalore has only three boards. So if the rejection at Allahabad is high, the selection rate of Allahabad is also the highest, right? So uh, you should look at the positive side: is the glass half full or half empty? <laughs> so the maximum candidates in the country are recommended from Allahabad because of the volume of candidates which come to Allahabad. Maybe that part the students don't get to know. Yeah, and let me tell you as a assessor, our attempt is to pass the maximum chaps. You know, the more number of people we are able to clear, I think we feel happy that okay, today my board cleared so many chaps. You know. So sometimes we even fight to get those borderliners in, you know, just missing it. And uh, we, the assessors fight that, you know, in the conference, care, he will improve after training or she will improve after training. We must take them. So, so, so maybe, maybe I can say that in case of doubt, the advantage lies with the candidate? Sometimes, yes, sometimes. But if the doubt is very serious, then advantage then, will go to the Then, then of course, then of course, yeah. yes. But you, you see, you, some of the batches are very, very low. You know, candidates are coming from uh, this uh, state boards like UP, Bihar, they, you know, standard of education is very low. And their communication skills are very poor. So there is a chance that when it happens, a lot of candidates get screened out because of their poor overall takeoff level. So one shouldn't worry too much about it. If you are prepared well, and as I said, you are good in the three qualities which I said, you should have a reasonable chance. Uh, you know, would like this and they'll pose certain questions to you. And uh, if they do have some questions, I will put them across to you and we'll keep getting you on board. Uh, thank you very much. Good evening to you. Thank you, Sunil. Pleasure talking to you. Good evening. Right. right. Okay, students. So, uh, uh, we, we've just had a talk with Jill Segal and I'm sure you must have picked up a few things from him. And uh, whatever he suggested to you, work on it. Uh, it this, it's, it's very easy to fall into a melancholy kind of uh, atmosphere or have negativity around you during this COVID times. Keep yourself fit. Uh, look after your parents. Uh, be, be more friends with your family. Uh, imbibe those good values within you. We are here to help you. We are here to help you on this podcast. We are here to help you on online. So feel free to ask us any questions. I just want to remind you again that when we post this podcast, we will be giving you a URL and please go on to that link, post your questions. We would love to have you on this podcast anytime that you wishing you all the best and wishing you good health and a good frame of mind. Thank you.